The Pittsburgh region is notoriously proud of its European immigrant roots, but the history of Pittsburgh's Latino population is lesser known. This week on Inventing Pittsburgh, their story goes back almost a hundred years. From her files, retired Spanish professor Maria de los Angeles Steitler pulls the lyrics sheet for the 1928 song Corrido de Pennsylvania by Lupe Martinez and Pedro Rocha. The one thing about corridos is, as I told you before, they tell a story. No, 28th of April at 6 in the morning, we were under contract to the state of Pennsylvania. In the song, 300 Mexicans travel to Pennsylvania for work. After World War I, the United States restricted European immigration. To meet the huge demand for mill, factory, and railroad workers, labor agents traveled to Texas to recruit Mexicans and Mexican-Americans. In 1923, from March to August alone, more than 1,700 people a week contracted to work for American Bridge Company, Pittsburgh Steel & Manesson, and Carnegie Steel Company, among others. Beyond Angeles's folders, it's not a well-documented history. For one, the early Latino population never reached the critical mass numbers of Italians or Polish or Germans. Patricia Dacumet is scientific director of the University of Pittsburgh Center for Health Equity. She adds that Mexicans and Mexican-Americans were often recruited as strike breakers. People tried to forget Spanish, tried to have their children speak only English because if you were the different one, you were clearly the one who came to break the strike. And that was not a good thing. So you try to immediately assimilate. Dacumet chose to write her doctoral dissertation about Latino health access because she noticed a shift in Pittsburgh in the 1990s. And then we went to church and there were people that uh, work in restaurants and in landscaping and this was new. For the 30-odd years prior, the Latino community comprised mostly professionals, doctors, lawyers, engineers. As Puerto Rican immigration surged and Mexican and Central American immigration picked up, Pittsburgh just wasn't a destination for other workers. Here's Doug Hoyk, director of the nonprofit research organization Pittsburgh Today. We had this really high unemployment. We were in the throes of losing the steel industry. You know, we weren't open for business in terms of jobs. The Pittsburgh region was one of the most stable during the Great Recession, and Allegheny County's Latino population grew 70 percent between 2000 and 2010, from 11,000 to 19,000 people. At the Latino Family Center in Hazelwood, an English class takes turns saying what they'll buy at the grocery store. While language is the first barrier to participating in Pittsburgh's civic life, parent council member Alma Brigido says it's not the only one. There's a lot of discrimination against Latinos, so that too is an obstacle a lot of times in getting a job or being able to feel comfortable in a job. Monica Ruiz is services coordinator at Casa San Jose, a resource center for Latinos in Brookline. She says people are coming here for the same reason they always have, work. Many of her clients are also fleeing violence and want a safe place to raise their families, to build a new home. But they don't want to lose their culture in the process. We don't blend in so well. We don't really want to. We like to preserve our culture and celebrate our holidays and speak our language, you know? As Pittsburgh strives to attract new immigrants and become a more welcoming, diverse city, Ruiz says one thing all Pittsburghers can do is be okay with people who are different. Just kind of accept that, because somebody did that for your ancestors. For 90.5, WESA celebrates Inventing Pittsburgh. I'm Margaret J. Krause. UPMC is proud to support 90.5, WESA celebrates Inventing Pittsburgh. UPMC, life-changing medicine.